From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, May 12th. There's a major new development in the unsolved murder of Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner. Authorities have named a suspect in the case nearly nine months after the Moab couple's remains were found at a campsite in the LaSalle Mountains. Justin Higginbottom reports. Yesterday, the Grant County Sheriff's Office identified Adam Pinkowitz as a suspect in the double homicide of Schulte and Turner. Pinkowitz committed suicide in late September at an undisclosed location. Authorities say he told someone he was responsible for the murders and provided information only known to investigators. Here's Sheriff Stephen White at a press conference broadcast by Fox 13. Yes, he he was he'd kind of he kind of what they call the van lifestyle. He he was one of these guys that he kind of camped out everywhere. Um, so he just his I think his address here was the post office. White says Pinkowitz was only in Moab for a few months. He worked with Turner at a McDonald's in town. Police have put him in the LaSalle's during the time of the murders and say he left Utah soon after. Private investigator Jason Jensen notes in a court TV interview that Pinkowitz didn't pick up his final paycheck from that McDonald's. Pinkowitz was an early person of interest for authorities, and Kylan Schulte's father, Sean Paul, says he received a tip about him at his clue booth in Moab. Sheriff White says he's not yet sure of Pinkowitz's relationship with either Schulte or Turner. In a press release, the sheriff's office says they recently located and seized his vehicle, a black 2007 Toyota Yaris. It was after that they discovered his death. The office says information about Pinkowitz's confession was also only discovered recently. White again. I will feel better when we have a total closure on this, but it's a huge relief. Um, it's, I, I can't put it into words right now. This is, this, I'm so proud of, you know, my staff's working hard. They're continuing to, they've never quit. They've kept this going. There hasn't been a day that we haven't worked on this. Questions remain regarding the investigation, where the car was found, and how recently. Also, when did the sheriff's department learn of Pinkowitz's confession? A day after authorities found Schulte and Turner's bodies, the sheriff's office said in a press release that the public was in no danger. They later recommended caution. The announcement of Pinkowitz as a suspect comes a week after volunteers erected a large billboard offering a $20,000 reward for information leading to an arrest and conviction. Celebrity investigator Dog the Bounty Hunter also arrived in Moab this week to help with the case. We know they're out there, and we know and they know we're going to find them. Our investigation skills are unbelievable. We have also divine intervention. That's Dog in a video posted to his Twitter. Kylan's father expressed gratitude for Dog's help in publicizing the case. Sheriff White says he has had no contact with the bounty hunter. The investigation is still ongoing. Authorities haven't yet recovered a weapon, and they still don't have a motive. White again. Like I say, any information, please come forward. We want to know anybody that had contact with him or might have seen that vehicle on the mountain or even in town. We'd like to talk to them. And we want to tell the public thank you for their continued support of supporting us in our office. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. As reported, authorities are still looking for more information about Pinkowitz and his vehicle. If you might have info, please call the sheriff's office at 435-259-8115. You can find a photo of the suspect and his car in the show notes. And just a note, 
The deaths of Kylan and Crystal have made an impact on our community. Seacaven Family Crisis and Resource Center says trauma is a shared experience for many community members at this time. If you need support, counseling, or other resources, call their helpline at 435-259-2229. A new report by the U.S. Interior Department is sharply critical of the Indian boarding school system. It was used as a tool to assimilate Indigenous people during the 19th and early 20th centuries. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Lucas Brady-Woods reports. The federal Indian boarding school system included hundreds of institutions across 37 states. Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland says the report finds that schools inflicted intergenerational trauma through family separations and cultural eradication. The languages, cultures, religions, traditional practices, and even the history of Native communities, all of it, was targeted for destruction. Nowhere is that clearer than in the legacy of federal Indian boarding schools. Burial sites were also identified at more than 50 of the schools, and the report says more will likely be found as investigations continue. The report also includes the first-ever official inventory of federally-run Indian boarding schools, including maps showing their locations. According to the Interior Department, the report is part of an ongoing effort to address the school's troubled legacy. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, I'm Lucas Brady-Woods in Cortez, Colorado. A group of Indigenous runners is currently traveling over 360 miles from the base of Bears Ears National Monument to Warm Springs Park in Salt Lake City. This third annual Running is Medicine prayer run came through Moab last night. Organizers with the native-led nonprofit SLC Air Protectors say running is an integral part of body and mind wellness in Indigenous communities. This year's theme for the run is Healing Our Mother, Healing Ourselves. We spoke with two runners about their connection with this theme and have this audio postcard. My name is Kadisha Tsuri. I'm from Montezuma Creek, Utah. I guess this year I am running to heal myself because I lost a sister that I am not fully over yet. And I just feel like this run will kind of help me. Hi, this is Tavana. I am from Pinion, Arizona, but I lived in Moab for like eight years. For me, when they said the prayer run was running for Mother Earth and ourselves, I've been four months, almost five months sober. I guess I'm crying right now because like, it is a lot of work, but I put myself through a lot. And the past year, that's what it means to me too, because I am feeling myself, just myself and my sobriety. That is why I'm running. Honestly, it's nice being around natives. We don't get that a lot in Moab. When I think of running as healing, I think it's just going out and doing the work, basically, and saying prayers for what it is that you're running for. So I try to have a positive mindset and um, just keep pushing myself to do better. 
Thank you to runners Kadisha and Tizana for sharing their stories. They and others are currently traveling from Bears Ears National Monument to Warm Springs Park in Salt Lake City as part of the third annual Running as Medicine Prayer Run. Organizers are encouraging virtual participation in this year's event. Anyone can document themselves running, walking, and rolling and post their journey to social media using the hashtag runningasmedicine. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, May 12th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.